0: on Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the show. A lot to get to, like usual here on this daily podcast, all focused on BYU. We'll look at another great moment in BYU sports history. The epic upset of number one Miami at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in 1990. Ty Detmer off to a great Heisman winning campaign with that win. We'll talk about what it meant for BYU and look back at it. We'll also get to some of the other news involving sports sports. Uh, New stadium benches going into the Marriott Center are going to be more blue than ever there inside the Marriott Center. We'll talk about that as well as catching up on everything else going on in BYU sports news like we usually do. Today's show is brought to you by our new title sponsor, Built Bar. We talked about them yesterday, but Built Bar is absolutely phenomenal, guys. I love these bars, they're protein bars that taste just like a candy bar. I'm not even joking. They're absolutely incredible. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you get $10 off your first order. That's the promo code LOCKEDON at builtbar.com for $10 off your first order. Check it out, guys. Bilt Bar, proud sponsor of us here on Locked On Cougars. With that rundown out of the way, let's get to it. This is Locked On Cougars for May 5th, 2020. What's up guys, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, a Resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download this podcast wherever you're listening in from, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, Google Play Store, the Himalaya Podcast app, so many different ones out there, and a big thank you to all of you who have supported this show. ...without sports going on. It's kind of been crazy. We've been going on almost eight weeks now without live sports action. I know the Korean Baseball Organization is back in action as of late last night. If you're watching that overnight on ESPN, uh, Taiwan's baseball and basketball leagues have been in action as well. But here on our domestic uh, level where we have the pro leagues here in the United States, they've all been suspended or delayed And here's hoping that we get back to him in the near future. But regardless, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. It is a blast to be with you guys each and every day. Uh, Let's start off today looking back at one of the great moments in BYU sports history. Uh, We'll talk about it after I play this.
1: Second down about six for a first down, 14 for a touchdown. That one looking, looking, lots of time. Well, he's still scrambling. He's going to, now he throws it. Touchdown! What a play by Ty Detmer. I mean, here comes Boyce, slowly in motion. Detmer rolling to his right, throws into the end under- zone. Touchdown! Andy Boyce was all alone in the Andy junior, looking to pass for a TD. Bounces out of the pocket, waiting, waiting. Here's the pass. Touchdown! And you gotta give Ty Detmer credit again. And the story is told as you look back at the four defensive linemen laying on the 15 yard line together saying, I cannot believe that we didn't get him again. Salido caught it. And there was nobody around Salido when he finally did catch it. Two men way wide to the right. Bellini comes in motion to the right. Detmer rolling to the right. Fakes, throws, it's caught. That's Boyce who got away from his man. And they turn it into a two point conversion. So Brigham Young ups the lead to seven. The Cougars from Brigham Young, 28. And the Hurricanes from Miami, 21.
0: There you go. Some of the highlights from the BYU Cougars YouTube page. Thank you to them for letting us use that audio. Ty Detmer engineering one of the greatest upsets of all time in college football, I feel like. And that's the BYU upset of then number one Miami at then Cougar Stadium in 1990. This game will live on in BYU sports history forever. BYU wins the game 28 to 21. It kickstarted what ended up being a Heisman winning campaign for BYU quarter. Back Ty Detmer and man. Ty Detmer was an absolute wizard. I don't know how many of you have ever gone back and watched this game in its entirety. I have done it multiple times. And just watching what Ty Detmer was able to engineer that night, his ability just to make Miami's defenders frustrated as all get out was truly incredible. Dennis Erickson was then the coach at Miami, uh, has coached all over the country. I got to know him a little bit when he was coaching the Salt Lake Stallions uh, franchise and the American Athlete, not the Alliance of american football not the american athletic conference that's wow that was quite the poll but i got a chance to know him and he talked about this game he said it was just absolutely marvelous the crowd the environment everything that went on with this game but going back and watching this game truly an epic game and it's actually the earliest game that i have recollection of in my life of a byu game and let me explain why Well, this was in 1990. I was born in 1987, so I was three years old when this game took place. And uh, according to my parents, I had been to multiple BYU football games in my young life to that point, but I don't recall any of them. But I do recall this game. My parents uh, were getting ready to leave because they went to this game. My, My grandfather had season tickets to BYU games for years in the West Stands, and my parents were getting ready to go to this game. And the way my parents tell it, I pitched in uh, just a hissy fit about the fact that I wasn't able to go to this game. And I actually remember being upset that I couldn't go. I didn't know the magnitude of this game. I'll freely admit that. I didn't know that Miami was the number one ranked team in the country coming off a national championship as they uh, came into this game. But I did know that I wanted to go to the game and I was not about to let anybody else go if I could control that. Long story short, I did not go to the game, but uh, just watching this game back over the years as I have done so, especially on YouTube, it's so nice to have YouTube. I don't know how many of you guys utilize it to the same degree that I do, but going back and watching old games, especially games like this one of the caliber of this game, where BYU and Ty Demmer engineer an upset of number one ranked Miami. It truly, truly was just a magical night at Cougar Stadium. Any of you of the, what, 66,000, I think that were packed into the stands there that night, will remember this game. It was just one of those games that you never will forget where you were at. Like I said, I was mad I couldn't go, but you look at the stats from this game. Ty Detmer, just an absolute magician. 38 completions on 54 attempts, three touchdown passes to one interception, finishes the game with 406 total yards, completes touchdown passes to three different players. Mike Salido's uh, touchdown pass late in the game gave BYU the lead that they never relinquished. Uh, Detmer also completed a two-point conversion to Andy Boyce, who had cut a touchdown pass earlier on in the game to give BYU that seven-point cushion that ended up being the final margin of victory. And this game, just a... marvelous, marvelous game. You have to give credit to BYU's defense as well in this. Uh, Miami came in with all kinds of talent. Stephen McGuire uh, had two touchdown runs in this game. But BYU's defense, credit to them. I know the offense gets a lot of the pub, especially during this era of BYU sports because Ty Demmer was putting up video game numbers at that point. But BYU's defense limited Miami to just 299 total yards. More importantly, just 96 rushing yards on the night. They forced Miami into a lot of passing downs 52 passing attempts as compared to 55 for BYU which wasn't out of the norm for Ty Detmer and the Cougars at that point like I said it it kicked off what ended up being Ty Detmer's Heisman Trophy winning season Uh, and you have to have something like this to really kickstart a campaign like that. 66,235 fans in attendance at Cougar Stadium. The temperature at kickoff, according to the records I've been reading up on, 93 degrees. So it was a hot summer day slash night in Provo, Utah, but easily one of the greatest upsets in BYU sports history. It was an easy pick as we continue to look back at great moments in BYU sports history here on the podcast. And, Ty Detmer, man, a legend that will never die. I know that his offensive coordinator days with the BYU football program are one of the things you'd rather ignore, but you will never be able to take away what he did in a BYU uniform as the signal caller for Lavelle Edwards. Engineering just great games left and right, but none bigger, I feel like, than the Miami upset in 1990. You may disagree and feel free to weigh in with your thoughts on uh, Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can follow the show at LockedOnCougars. My personal Twitter feed, if you so desire to follow me there, is at Jacob C. Hatch. Weigh in with your thoughts and let us know what you guys think of our pick of the Miami upset as one of the great moments in BYU sports history. All right, coming up here in just a second, we'll switch gears. You need to get to some of your questions on a Twitter Tuesday. We'll get to those. You also need to talk about some new additions or a new upgrade in the Marriott Center. We'll talk about that next. Before we do that, though, do need to talk to you today about our title sponsor on the podcast, and that is Built Bar. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, Built Bar, what is it? It is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and I'm not even kidding. I'm dead serious about this. They have 16 amazing flavors currently, and all of them. I've tried, I think, five or six of the different flavors to this point, and I've still got plenty to go. They are just absolutely incredible. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. You're probably thinking, okay, this is a protein bar. Do I got to wash it down with a glass of milk or water? You don't. I've actually loved it. My wife, who was a Division I athlete, said she would have wished she would have had these when she was playing softball. At the collegiate level after having some of the nutrition bars and protein bars that she had to gobble down during her day. She really loves them. They're absolutely incredible. They're great for the health con- conscious guy or gal. It helps you lose or maintain your weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, but high protein and high fiber, guys. Absolutely incredible. I actually enjoyed the peanut butter brownie flavor yesterday, it contains 20 grams of protein, just 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, and 3 grams of net carbs. These bars are absolutely incredible, and more importantly, Built Bar is a local company to us here in the state of Utah. They're in Utah County, so when you support Built Bar, you're actually supporting a local part of our economy. So check it out, guys. BuiltBar.com right now. If you use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, you'll get $10 off your first order. I can tell you guys, it is a marvelous product. BuiltBar is great. I've met the owners, I've talked with them, and they are very excited to be with us here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So a reminder for you guys, go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order. That's BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar, a proud sponsor here on It's about to get a lot more blue in the Marriott Center in the coming days and weeks. The BYU tickets, a Twitter feed yesterday tweeting out a picture that BYU is upgrading the seats in the upper part of the Marriott Center. If you recall, over the past five or six years, they upgraded all of the lower bowl seats to blue padded seats that are quite comfortable i have to say i've only sat in them a couple of times but i've never watched a game from those seats because i am in the media and i sit in a different part of the arena but those seats are quite comfortable but a new upgrade is coming to the marriott center they took a picture yesterday highlighting the area where the rock the roar of Cougar student section is at and they're putting in blue bench seats in the upper decks of the marriott center uh, any of you who have been to the marriott center in provo know it's a It's a big arena. It used to hold over 22,000. When they retrofitted those seats in the lower bowl, it lowered the capacity to 18,897. But in the upper sections, the upper concourse areas of the Marriott Center, there are bench seating that are kind of that old school tan that the Marriott Center looked like forever since it had opened in 1971. But now it's going a lot more blue, and I actually think it's going to be really cool. I think it'll be a great aesthetic look for BYU. Uh, They eat already have upgraded it looks like the rock section with those benches I'm assuming the rest of the benches in the Marriott Center will get updated uh, Mitch Harper from KSLSports.com said said the chairbacks that are in the upper bowl currently there are parts of the upper bowl that have chairback seats will actually stay uh, that tan mauve color that has been there since the Marriott Center opened way back when so it won't be completely blue in the Marriott Center next season or going forward but it's going to be a heck of a lot more blue than it used to be just over a decade to go and it, I think it's going to be a great aesthetic look when you pair it with BYU and what they're doing my only quibble with this and let me step off on this for a second, my little soapbox moment, is why aren't they putting in royal seats? I, I know that royal is very much an eye-popping color, and it makes your vision go a little crazy when there's a lot of it. But if BYU truly is going to go back to the royal look with their uniforms, and I think in football, more than basketball, they're looking to do that. And I know BYU basketball wore those royal blues this past season, but if you're going to go back to the royal blue, why are you putting in navy seats? Just my thought. I, I thought it was something that I, when I noticed this picture popping up on social media. Well, why aren't you putting in Royal Seats? And I get that the Navy, when Nike made BYU switch over to Navy in the late 1990s with BYU agreeing to it. It was all about uh, more revenue sales because Navy sells much more readily than Royal Blue. But I have to say... BYU's royal blue look is unique, and I love it. And I hope it comes back as the full-time primary uniform color for BYU sports. If you're going to have to put in Navy seats... uh... So be it. But I want royal blue to be BYU's primary uniform color for the foreseeable future. It was the look I grew up with watching BYU. We just talked about Ty Detmer and BYU upsetting Miami in royal blue uniforms. The 1996 era uniforms that uh, featured the black accents with the royal blue and the white for BYU football are my all-time favorite uniforms. I've seen many of the BYU uniforms over the years. I, I've talked to people in BYU Athletic Communications. I've seen a lot of the different looks BYU has competed in over the years. But Royal Blue, when uh, accompanied by the white and the a- black accents, I don't think you can beat that color scheme Around the country, I feel like. There are some great color schemes in college football, there's no doubt, and there's a lot of them that look generic and are very much lumped together that just don't stand out. But when BYU is in royal blue, they stand out, and I I think it's an absolutely fantastic deal when you have that. I like what BYU is doing with the Marriott Center. It is nice to see them putting in more and more blue, even if it is navy in the Marriott Center, to make it more of a truly uh, BYU centric uh, affair. The the tan was cool. It, it really accented what BYU was doing and I'm not going to lie, I feel like that probably was the reason why tan was accepted as a primary color for BYU sports in the late 90s slash early 2000s until people realized wow, that's an awful look. Let's get rid of that. But my, my plea is for BYU and I have no poll in this. I freely admit this. I don't have the poll to say B, the royal blue is going to be BYU's primary uniform color going forward. It's just my sincere hope and desire that BYU gets back to making that the primary. You probably have to put in some negotiations with Nike and your other apparel people to get that in place, Uh, but if it could happen, that's what I would favor as a BYU supporter having grown up now as a media member covering this program, the royal blue look It's hard to beat. Honestly, it is hard to beat. It is cool to see the Marriott Center getting that upgrade, though. To see more blue in the stands up there will be a fantastic look. I think the BYU fans are going to love it. I'm assuming these new bench seating uh, probably have updated uh, as much as you can, cushion, etc., in those benches. So hopefully it make for a little more of a comfortable experience when watching the games. Granted, the section they showed with the blue and the rock, I'm highly doubting that many BYU uh, student section supporters are going to be sitting in those seats for very long. The Rock is truly one of the better fan uh, bases or student fan bases I've seen in college sports, particularly college basketball in the last couple of years. And I tip my cap to The Rock. I may not agree with everything that they do, but when it comes to basketball in particular, they are hard to beat. And I think it's cool to see the Marriott Center getting another upgrade as the BYU continues to make sure that their facilities are top of the line. The Marriott Center's been around forever. It's essentially a dinosaur in this day and age of college athletics. But I do commend BYU Athletics and the BYU Community for making sure that their facilities, Lavelle Edwards Stadium, the Smith Field House, the new Richards Building Pool, all uh, South Field. You can think of all the different athletic facilities that BYU has. They do a good job with what they have. Uh, obviously, there are definitely upgrades that could happen. The Marriott Center, if they tore it down, they'd probably re- build it in a different way. But the way they have it currently constructed, what they're doing with the upgrades on the interior, I think it's a fantastic, fantastic deal. And I applaud BYU. But my plea go back to Royal Blue full-time. That's just my thought. Alright, we'll switch gears, catch up on everything else going on in BYU Sports News here in just a second. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys, or I guess a a request for you guys, when you're listening to this podcast, if you're new to the show, we talk about this often, that we aim to be one-stop shop for all the BYU Sports News you need to know each day, as well as sharing insider information that you will not find anywhere else. Well, I need to encourage you guys, make sure to hit that follow button if you're listening to us on Spotify. Spotify Become a massive part of our podcast listening audience. So, if you're listening to the show, hit that follow button so you never miss an episode of the podcast each and every day as we talk BYU Sports. And also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit the subscribe button there and leave us a rating and review. The five star ratings really help us with Apple Podcasts. They keep rankings, they also help uh, promote podcasts with their algorithms when people interact with the show. So, leaving us a five star review as well as a rating. Excuse me a five star rating as well as a review a sentence or two on what you like about the podcast it really does help get the word out about this show and it helps us find BYU fans and BYU fans in turn find us here on Locked On Cougars so a big thank you in advance for doing that for us and helping us build this community here on Locked On Cougars All state wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere especially during March your eyes are on the road but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket Any of you who are college basketball fans know who Dick Vit- Vitale is. Of course, Dickie V is a legend in the college hoop game. He's now a commentator for ESPN. Still getting it done. I think he's in his 80s now, but just one of the funnest guys out there. Still works for ESPN calling games. He's a former head coach in the NBA and college, but has been doing the media game for a long time, and he was on a video recently on his Twitter feed. I called it his, uh, my Dickie V sports chatter for today, and he was talking about about different things in college hoops that he likes what he sees but he had a very interesting thing to say about incoming byu transfer matt harms the seven foot three transfer from purdue here you go here's dickie v talking about the seven foot three transfer
2: my sports chatter today i was thinking about the impact that fifth year players are going to make in terms of the transfers think about this tommy amick in harvard Think about how good they would have been if they had a healthy Seth Towns and a healthy Bryce Aiken. Both guys have 50 year transfers. Aiken's going to Seton Hall, and he'll be a great addition, especially with the loss of Powell there at Seton Hall. He'll be an impact player if he's healthy. 6 1, can flat out score. Then you think about the Buckeyes getting Seth Towns. Unbelievable. Seth Towns is a special talent. He didn't play the last couple of years, been injured. But when he played, he was terrific. If he gets back his game, he can be the best of the best down here in Buckeye Land. Those guys should make an impact. But the number one impact player in terms of a 50-year transfer is going to be the big guy. The seven-three guy at BYU. He broke the hearts of people in Big Blue Nation. When he decided to go play at BYU. And now, BYU with him, I really believe, is going to be a threat for national ratings. And watch out, Gonzaga. Even though the Zags are my number one preseason pick, watch out for Matt
0: Harms and BYU. <laughs> There you go. He broke the hearts of the big of the people in Big Blue Nation, speaking of Kentucky, when he decided to go play at BYU. Uh, Dickie V, man, very big on uh, BYU with Matt Harms coming in. Also saying that uh, keep an eye out, Gonzaga, for BYU and Matt Harms. That's fantastic for BYU to get a guy like uh, Dickie V thinks that Matt Harms is. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, and I hope you guys do, it's never just a game the Pesci brothers Greg and NJ and we're going to have them on the podcast here in the next little bit hopefully they actually had a conversation with one of their good friends who's a big Purdue fan talking about Harms and he was very complimentary of what Matt Harms did and I think the best thing I took away from that and you can follow that podcast just look look it up it's never just a game you can find it at NJAG I N J A G official on Twitter Uh, their friend they were speaking with and I forget the guy's name and I apologize I'm doing this kind of off the cuff I I didn't necessarily mean to bring this up, but I, I reminded me of it, and their friend was talking about Matt Harms and essentially said that Matt is the type of player that you love having on your team, but you hate being on another team. He's just effervescent personality, a guy who is a little over the top when he's on the court, but if he's a player on your team, you have nothing but love for the big man. And having guys like Dickie V saying, hey, this guy is a really good player. He spurned a lot of big programs to go to BYU. Here's hoping that Matt Harms lives up, lives up to the hype. We've had him on this podcast. You're we one of the first people to speak with him. He's since kind of made the media rounds. But everybody who has talked to him, you really get a feel for his personality, kind of how he goes about playing the game of basketball. And here's hoping that when he comes to BYU, whenever they get a suit up again, and that's, here's hoping that that's in early November this fall, that he gets to really show what he can do in a BYU uniform in a bigger sample size than what he showed during his time at Purdue. But I can tell you this much. Having guys like Dick Vitale, uh, the guys from It's Never Just a Game, even just matt harms himself everything about this young man screams that he is going to have a bigger impact than i think what byu fans may expect and here's hoping that comes to fruition there's a lot of people out there rooting for this young man and there was a lot of people clamoring for him to sign with their programs or for him to decide to transfer to byu i think it's a fantastic development and here's hoping it all pays off for all parties involved Alright, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. A big thank you to all of you who have joined us each and every day amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. I told you guys that last month we were only required to do three episodes a month. Well, guess what? I thought I could do five episodes a week regardless, without sports, and so far we have done that. Coming up in the coming days and weeks, we're going to have more interviews with coaches and players from BYU. We're going to start breaking into our position breakdown series. Later this month, the 100-day countdown to the college football season fingers crossed that it actually happens. We'll do what we did last year and count down 100 players to get you ready for the college football season, if it starts on time. That's what we're going to hope and we're going to go with. But it should be a lot of fun, and a big thank you to all of you who have supported the show. Once again, follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at LockedOnCougars. My personal Twitter feed, if you want to follow me there, is at Jacob C. Hatch. be happy to pass along any and all information that we glean about BYU sports all day long, as well as updates about the podcast when it's available etc so follow us there feel free to drop this show at no anytime via email locked on byu at gmail.com love getting your guys' thoughts on the podcast each and every day because It's a ton of fun to talk BYU sports with you guys. I Honestly, I really enjoy it. and Hopefully, we have more chats like this. We're doing some Fan Friday stuff over the coming weeks. I'm going to have Ryan Van Wagenen as our Fan Friday uh, guest host this Friday. We had Blair Red last week, so if you guys would like to get in line and be a part of the Fan Fridays here on the podcast, let us know by reaching out via social media or email. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Built Bar, the title sponsor here on the podcast, and the Locked On Podcast Network. A reminder for you guys, get $10 off your first order by going to BuiltBar.com and entering the promo code LOCKEDON. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Of course, it is Cinco de Mayo and Taco Tuesday, so hope you guys have a great holiday in that regard, and we'll be talking with you guys soon. This has been the Locked On Cougars Podcast for May 5th, 2020. We will talk to you tomorrow.